0: This program is brought to you by Pussy Magnets.
1: Welcome, welcome, my lovely lumps, or should I say lovely labs. I'm so thrilled to have you here in the labia lounge. We're going to yarn about all things sexuality, womanhood, relationships, intimacy, holistic health, and everything in between. Your legs. Ooh, Hmm. can't help myself. Anyway, we're going to have vag loads of real chats with real people about real shit. So buckle up, you're about to receive the sex ed that you never had and have a bloody good laugh while you're at it. Before we dive in, I'd like to respectfully acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I'm recording this, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. It's an absolute privilege to be living and creating dope podcast content in Nam, and I pay respect to their elders past, present, and emerging. Now, if you are ready, let's flap and do this. <laughs> oh my God, is there such thing as too many vagina jokes in the one intro? Whatever. It's my podcast. I'm leaving it in. Don't panic, you're not broken. Your sex education was a piece of shit. Get your flaps out and pull up the couch. It's the Labial Lounge. Sup, Labial Legends. Welcome back to the lounge. This week I've got more Labia Lounge live recordings for you from the summer of love. Uh, I bundled together the answers to the question, what is the most debaucherous thing you've ever done? And what was your first time consensual sexual experience like? So there's also a couple of the classic TMIs in there and maybe a sandy clam or two. Um, but I hope you enjoy these real and raw conversations with real people. Oh, and if you didn't listen to last week's episode where we have the <laughs> all of the embarrassing sex stories, that's a good one to go back and check out as well.
2: Clitoris like digging into me.
1: Fuck. A email to the <laughs> development team about the clitoris. Uncomfortable <laughs> under the rump. Um, all right, my love. So, I would love to know, what is most debaucherous thing you've ever done? If you can think of something. Oh, uh, well, It's not if I can think of something,
3: it's
4: which, which one. Oh, no! <laughs> yes,
1: we got a uh,
5: live one. <laughs>
4: um um maybe public sex yeah yeah um which one <laughs> uh in Albert Park Lake quite recently
3: <laughs> um yeah no night time. Um, good yeah, yeah. People kept coming and we had to keep pretending we were just like doing something else. We're just we're watching the lake.
1: Like on some grass by the water. Um,
3: like up against grass? a tree, just like, looking at the lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, swans yeah. around us. Oh, it was so oh romantic.
1: God, <laughs> they go badly if they have babies though, they're very Oh. have you ever been chased by a mama swan? No, I haven't.
3: That's scary. That would have really added a whole oh, another level that to that, that experience. <laughs> <laughs> You're into yeah. It's
5: like, it's risky
2: yeah. I had sex up a tree once. So that was fun. Nice. Yeah. How Just like a really big old rubber tree that kind of had this like human sized nest in the middle of the trunk. Oh my god. Yeah, I was a teenager at the time, and we had to get quite creative with the location because bedrooms and inside houses was completely out of the question. So it was a good couple of years of purely outdoor sex. Wow.
1: What are some other, like, locations? Um,
2: like, caves inside break walls at the beach. Like, walking out the end of the break wall. I grew up in, like, a regional country rural area, um, in sugarcane paddocks, um, Like, behind the sand dunes at the beach, in some, like, fresh water... Pools, and then you learn that lesson very quickly. That underwater sex is not yeah, hot. It's not. Don't do not that. Don't do that. So <laughs> <deep>. it's, <laughs> it's not. not. Like, the, like, all yes. Of lubrication. Yes. yes. um you know, you An essential us. life lesson, but one to get out of the way nice and early. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get up a
6: tree instead. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Climb a tree instead. Yeah. yeah.
6: yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you an almost story okay. that nothing okay. an almost an almost fivesome that turned into a nothingsome. Would it, really it would like have been very debaucherous it be and it just turned into a... yeah, it was like in the back of a, of a van, we're at the beach, it's been a big night, everyone's kissing everybody and with four women, they're very beautiful.
0: yeah nice.
6: And I'm thinking like, <laughs> this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I'm 23 years old I'm like you know life life is provided I was a bit overwhelmed and then you know to, to the room went home and then two more and the sun's up and I'm starting to get tired and I'm driving trying to figure out what the next thing is and eventually it's just like I'm just going to go to bed I think it was that you know bed was more appealing than the idea yeah yeah no no we were all kissing each other it was yeah there was a there was an edge of raunchiness
1: but I'm the sun up, like, ah!
6: what are we actually doing <laughs> yeah, you know I gotta go. <laughs> yeah 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 so it's yeah. you know not nothing happened yeah. but it was the, it was the something yeah, something you I know,
1: know. would have been the most story I've
6: there you go well <laughs> <laughs> sorry I couldn't deliver
1: what's the most debaucherous
5: thing you've ever done oh <laughs> <laughs> go hard or go home <laughs> um what's the most debaucherous thing I've done I've been to quite a few orgies. Nice. Um, probably the wildest one was my first one, and it was at Burning Man. Oh! <laughs> oh. How can I go harder? <laughs> yeah. I just went in the deep. End. Yeah, it's the like the biggest uh, undercover, like fully enclosed place on playa, and oh. it's got air conditioning. So people, a lot oh. of people, it's open twenty four seven, and so people can just go in. Like you oh. get, you so get like a twenty four seven orgy. Well, like, it's a space where people can just go in. Like, you're not locked in for the 24 okay. hours. But, um, yeah, you kind of, like, get go through the consent talk. You get a wristband. And once yeah. you get the wristband, they, you can, like, skip the line. Yeah. Go in as many times as you want. Yay!
1: Okay.
5: Um, yeah. And then I, just, I ended up just wandering off with a guy that I met there. And then we went to go get in line for Midnight Poutine, yeah. which was a fucking long line. And then... Uh, As we were in the line, there was like really bad fucking um, karaoke happening, and I was like, "Oh god, this is really rough." I'm standing in this massive line listening to this horrendous karaoke to get midnight poutine. Like, how back to the (laughs) (laughs) orgy? And I was just like, "How do I? How do I like get rid of this?" And I found out that to uh, skip the line, you can volunteer yourself to do the karaoke. Oh my god! Did you do it? I didn't do it, but I ended up. Uh, some girl in front of the line of us tapped us on the shoulder, being like, "You guys look like a really cute couple. How'd you meet?" And I was just looked at him, and he looked at me, and he's like, "Should we? Should we tell her?" But yeah, we just met at an orgy about half nice. an hour ago. Now we're getting pewter in. <laughs> Dude, How was the orgy? Oh, wasn't my best one. Okay, but like as a most like outrageous thing to do, I think that was the best space. Yeah. But like, um, I didn't actually engage in much.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Well, it was your first one, so you were just kind of hovering around, dipping your toe in, seeing what was going on. Yeah. Okay, I always wonder with the, like, festival orgies, because I feel fucking gross at festivals, and I pretty much have a rule, I don't fuck at festivals. It's the recipe (laughs) for for (laughs) me. And I wonder...
5: What's the sitch? Are people okay. feral and stinky? So you go into a like a space where you take your shoes off and you put your shoes all on, a, on a fucking shelf, uh-huh. and then they give you this giant plastic bucket that's called a bucket bucket. Oh my okay. god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! And then you put all your clothes and your belongings in it. You're meant to carry your bucket bucket wherever you go, oh my god. so then people don't steal your things. So you know, you know, li- like other people aren't liable for your stuff. And then there's like two pop up tables on the way in with a line of like condoms, baby wipes, okay. fucking So we still just working with baby
1: wipes. Baby wipes. So there's no like yeah. showers None or like, I thought that was what, I thought you were gonna say you <laughs> walk through one of those like you know how you see in sci fi movies? Where they, they like you walk into a little booth and yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah just <laughs> sprayed from all angles and soaked up like a car wash and then you pop out and you're all like ready to fuck. Well, actually
5: speaking <laughs> cool. speaking, I mean I am going down a bit of a different line now. But uh, on that same Burning Man trip, uh, they do have the big bronners like that's 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 the next story. Yeah. Have you heard of that? I've heard
1: of it. Yeah. So do, do you visit that before you go to the orgy? If you no, a really but I went with I went
5: orgy. with the guy that I took to the, I oh, met at the orgy. We went there. Oh my god, no. Um, and we got in line and the line's like two hours long on the outside in the fucking yeah. desert and there's another game you can play to skip the line oh. and you had to like hold these bamboo sticks with a sage sail that are uh, at the group of people and then you leave the queue with the group of people and you've got to go find one sugar and one protein and if you find one sugar and one protein in like the public space you can skip the line like food yeah, just like whatever you interpret it as. And then within five minutes we came back and we won and we got to skip the line, but the line didn't actually skip you to the front, it just skipped you to the inside of the tent, which is still another 45 minute wait. Oh, wow. okay. Um and then you get to the, the front line and like there's just like this naked dance party happening and you there's this giant fish tank that people, you go in one end and there's probably like 20 people in this giant fish tank, people standing on top of the fish tank with hoses, hosing you down with Dr Bronner's soap. You give yourself a bit of a scrubby scrub and then they hose you down with water and then you exit from the other end of the giant fish tank and you enter the naked dance party and then right there on a platform is uh, Alex Gray... And Alison Gray doing, doing a life, life mural, like a giant oh, live painting. Wicked. And as I like realized who he was, I looked at him and he looked at me and he like waved to me and I waved to him and I'm like, oh my, oh my god. god. Claim to fame. Alex Gray see me naked. Yeah. <laughs> that was a highlight. <laughs> Fuck
1: yeah. Stardom. <laughs> oh my god, absolute The yeah. heights yeah. of fucking yeah. fame. Alright. Okay. Alaska. Does that answer the question? <laughs> definitely, definitely. This is fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the
3: the most debaucherous thing I've done was had sex at my work yeah while, while there was other people in the room. Nice. What <laughs> in you the run? other in the other? Room. I can't say this. Okay. I feel I feel like I won't say just so it doesn't get oh, out no, there. Oh no! Um,
1: what kind of workplace though are we talking? It's like? a
3: it's a center. But, okay. So there was okay. other other people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Was were you at risk of being discovered? Or you not really? Not really. Okay. Okay. Not re- yeah. I mean, no, it like, great. That but like yes, likely. but yes, but not really. Okay. You know, I love if, that because I feel like if it's like a bit naughty, like it's like, oh, we shouldn't be doing this. It was That, it that was, makes it from just regular sex to uh, divorce.
3: It was definitely yeah. the, the yeah. thrill of that yeah. made it a 100 <laughs> times hotter for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Right. What- hey, baby babes. Sorry to interrupt. I just had to pop my head into the lounge here and mention another virtual lounge that I'd love you to get around. It's the Labia Lounge Facebook group that I've created for listeners of the potty to mingle in. There you'll find extra bits and bobs like freebies behind the scenes or discounts for offerings from guests who have been interviewed on the podcast. There'll also be hopefully, inspiring, thought-provoking conversations and support from a community of labial legends like yourself. My vision for this is that it becomes a really supportive, educational, and hilarious resource for you to have more access to me and a safe space to ask questions you can't ask anywhere else. So head over to the links in the show notes or look up the Labia Lounge group in Facebook and I'll see you in there. And now, back to the episode. Far out, woman. What's got sand in your clam now? Beow, 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 beow. Sand in my clam. It's called sand in my clam, and mm. I get people to just tell me shit that's pissing them off, like getting sand in their clam,
4: usually about being
1: someone with a gun in a society, but it not
4: have to be about that, but that's a good place to start. Mm. Is there anything that's getting sand in your clam? So I guess, you know, I uh, worked in a very corporate career for a really long time, so I encountered very deeply the patriarchal society and being a woman in that society. And for a really long time, I played by the rules and played the game really, really well. And then what I've realized is that that actually um, created a lot of things that then needed to be unwound, you know, within me. And I think, I guess on the big scale... Um, what I'm hoping is that our society is moving towards a different norm. And part of my mission here is actually creating a different culture in that corporate world, like in that patriarchal corporate world. So because I was able to become quite senior in the roles that I played in there, I was able to do it on a micro scale within people that were within my own leadership, within my own kind of little microcosm. However, I am now creating a company that will allow this change on a more global scale, you know, that will actually completely change people from the inside out and actually uh, make them understand what true love and oneness and and mental health and mental well-being is because I think that, you know, the fish rots from its head and at the end of the day, if you want to change, like create real change, you have to start at the top
1: And like workplace culture, especially in the corporate world, is just like such a um, a cesspit of toxicity and that that real kind of like yeah toxic mass guides and.
4: I'm so excited to hear that you're doing that. Like, what is this yeah. What is this company? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, it's called Ultra Wellness, and the mission behind the com- company is to create healthy and happy workplaces, but actually the true mission is actually to create healthy and happy individuals.
1: So my first question is, what was your first sexual experience
0: like? My first sexual experience.
1: first consensual sexual experience, maybe I should
0: say. Mm. Um, yeah, it was really... It was a really good experience. Right! Yeah. Um, I was in like a party and it was uh, in like a, It was in the desert of Israel.
2: Oh, wow. And
0: yeah, there was this girl that I really liked. And yeah, it was the first time we actually like yeah. got like along, and we had like a little conversation. And yeah, I really liked her like a long time before.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, and I remember like you know like this moment that we just like it was like under the stars. We had like just a little rug out of like nowhere yeah and it was like i just remember like this like you know like this first moment like when you like lose your virginity and like i I just like i was like on top of her and like she's just like single me like yeah it's okay you can come in me And, and then i remember just like first like feeling of like my dick like in another person you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then I'm just like like putting my 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 face up and I, I can see like it like it was like really light sky and like full moon like oh above me and I was like ah oh, just like oh super God. super thankful oh,
1: that uh, sounds dreamy <laughs> that was your first time? that was
0: my first time wow. that's mm. good
1: that's probably better than ninety. 9% of first time to mm. yeah, wow. yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Alright, my yeah. next question. Do I have food in my teeth? Yeah. No. I just ate like a big plate of curry, curry for lunch and I'm like, mm. I didn't check. No. Before. Okay,
6: cool. cool. Alright,
1: well, my next <laughs> question is... <laughs> first intentional sexual experience
5: was with somebody that trusted really well. We'd actually like broken up that night. Um, and it wasn't... It probably wasn't very good, to be honest. Which I think is pretty common with most women's yeah. first sexual experience. Yeah, totally. yeah, I got told off for not... He was like, you could look like you're having more fun. Oh, and I was like, well, i you. Mostly just really painful, thank you so much. Oh. Uh, but then my next first sexual experience was actually really wonderful. Okay. And I had a really lovely, like, additional first... Se- I call it my additional first sexual experience. Because it was like, with a wonderful, loving partner. And it was a really fun time. Mm. So I had, like, one that was like breaking the seal not yeah. so good and then one that was like actually I love your sexual time
1: yeah okay yeah. nice yeah. so a bit like, of a mixed bag yeah pretty common story really Yeah. And at least the second time was great I feel yeah. like a lot of people had years of terrible sex. oh
5: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: I mean it's still been terrible sex throughout the year but, oh, totally, totally. But you know, yeah. no,
5: there was definitely a nice
3: yeah, time. You got there. a good
1: one in, nice and early. So yeah, you at too. least knew that it was possible for oh, yes. it to be. Nice yeah, yeah. exactly. Cool. Yeah, cool. amazing. Was, awesome. Yeah, is right. really good.
5: Like, oh, <laughs> sexual is in like well, like second base you or you like or like, like losing high my high virginity.
1: Well I, I phrased it like that because you know virginity as a term has been cancelled. For sure. For so sure. you interpret it how you like. Okay. Whatever you remember from your early days starting to explore, yeah. hit me.
5: I'm gonna go with the virginity story. Yeah, great. Um I was with my high school boyfriend of three years, lost my virginity to him. Yeah. He was nice. yeah. Fifteen. Uh, a week a week after my fifteenth birthday. <laughs>
1: Actually, <laughs> <laughs> pretty
5: much. I mean maybe not exactly a week, but yeah, yes. Um and we he his parents were out of town, so we were at his house and we were on the lounge room floor.
1: Okay, carpet burn, incoming. <laughs> Idiot.
5: And I we were deep. listening to really loud gangster music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, great. And
5: obviously, like the maneuvers start coming out and he he wasn't a virgin, but I was. And he like I remember him saying to me like are you sure you want to continue? Like, are you sure? And yeah. I was like, I couldn't actually hear him because the music was so loud. What? Okay. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> and we did it, and then I just remember it not being like the best, but like it was it. And yeah. then I just remember fucking
2: bleeding.
5: I had like blood running down my back to my legs, and I had to like go to the bathroom, and obviously broke my hymen.
2: Blood, blood. Blood, blood.
5: But yeah, it was nothing super like, oh my god, that's amazing. I think it's a funny story to tell. Not traumatic. Not traumatic. But probably would have done it better if I look back on it. Yeah. Probably would have had a bit more of a romantic vibe, less of a like, let's fuck in the lounge room floor to gangster music vibe.
1: I kind of love that. It's pretty, the folks are away, you're on the fucking floor, (laughs) you're listening to rap. Like, I'm into that. That's hot. Thank you. No worries.
6: Uh, it was pretty
7: gentle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was with my first girlfriend. She had had experience and I hadn't yet, so she took the lead on it and showed me. Yeah, comfortable. I was, it was very safe. It was beautiful. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah, I had a wonderful first experience. Ooh,
1: you knocked out.
7: That's pretty rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Really, that's rare. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, mate.
4: Definitely. I mean, I would say... My first consensual, so my very first experience was not super consensual, which I think makes the first consensual experiences, like, more um, tender, I think, but yeah, my first consensual sexual experience was pretty good, like, I had a very caring and loving and, like, stable boyfriend who was, yeah, really beautiful and nurturing and, yeah, I guess tried his best to undo any of the do's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: beautiful. yeah. yeah, I like, changed the phrasing in that question because at first I'd been asking people, like, what's your first sexual experience? And then yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so people's first sexual experience was fucked and yeah. totally non consensual,
7: so I gotta just like. Yeah, so my, my first consensual sexual experience would have been age. just turned 16 um, in Cape Town. So I'm from Zimbabwe is where I grew up. Roger. Yeah, and I was visiting my cousins who lived there and um, nice. I didn't fight my cousin. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Ma- th- these are the assumptions that we make, you know, the things left unsaid. Um, no, uh, my cousin had, had mentioned that one of her friends who you now finds me attractive. And so it wasn't the first time I had sex, but it was the first time that I was kind of you know, I knew that I like I mean Attracted to well, I had I you know crushes on men and women, but predominantly women um, or girls I that was it. <laughs> as that wasn't as they were called them. <laughs> um, and anyway, um, yeah, her name was Kate, and yeah, she was she was really lovely, <laughs> and yeah, we um, you know really? kissed and things proceeded to heavy petting, Ooh, and yeah, and I asked if we could have sex, and she said she said. She you really don't know me, do you? <laughs> um, and, yeah, so that, you know, like, she had the boundaries. And, yeah, we were, like, 16. I mean, I, I know some people have lived a life by then, but I hadn't, and I don't think she really had much either. And I, I think it was wonderful that she had, you know, she didn't feel like, you know, she has to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was... Uh, yeah, I hadn't hadn't thought about that in a very long time, yeah. Excuse this quick interruption.
1: I'm shamelessly seeking reviews and five-star ratings for the potty because, as I'm sure you've noticed by now, it's pretty fab. And the more people who get to hear it, the more people I can help with it. Reviews and ratings actually do make a big difference to this little independent podcaster. Um, and it's really easy to just quickly show your support by taking that simple act of either leaving five stars for the show on Spotify, or even better, writing a written review and leaving five stars over on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're a real overachiever, you can do them both. That would be mad. If you're writing a review, though, just be sure to use G-rated words, because despite the fact that this is a podcast about sexuality, words like sex can be censored, and your review won't make it through the gates. Lame. Anyway, I would personally recommend doing that right now while you remember just to get on top of it and let me know you're with me on this journey. Thanks, gang. Enjoy the rest of the epi.
6: But it's just, I, I find I find that idea around there's the consent of the body where two people Want each other, but haven't been taught about asking and getting that kind of verbal level of like, "I want this." Do you want this? Yeah. And then there's all this other stuff that's not consent. Um, but I would say my first consensual experience was like losing my virginity in that in that way, and it was beautiful. It was with a girlfriend at the time. It was something I was really excited about. And apart from the fact that my sister got home and it was meant to be an empty house. And when I'm in the kitchen trying to, uh, you know, kind of divert her from the fact that I've got my girlfriend over her, she hasn't met. You know, I'm thinking, like, got the house to ourselves, it's all relaxed, It's a little okay. bit, you know. Yeah. Ooh, yeah.
1: Really
6: yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Exactly, but it's still great. It's still okay. great. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, it was nice. Like, it was really on the flow. It was really like I wanted to that to do that with that person and it felt the moment was right and everything. None of us were like I don't know, like some sort of like vlog. It was all just you know, exploring each other's bodies and yeah. Yeah.
1: awful. Awful? Yeah. I mean unfortunately. Why was it
2: awful? Um because it was mostly pressured by what I thought I needed to do, rather than what I wanted to do, and I thought it was like, to be a part of the girl gang I was in, I needed to have sex, yeah. so uh, I was doing it more on that front, a sense of belonging, Absolutely. than a sense of what does my body actually want, yeah. even the, the, the place in which we chose,
6: it was just, yuck, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough.
3: really funny thing. One time I hooked up with this guy from Tinder yeah. and he was <laughs> really fucking odd. Like I was like, why is this guy with me? But anyway, I was like, don't question it. Just go with it. And, um, it was really funny. Like he was like, I'm just like a very weird person. So at first he was just like, are you, are you nervous or something? I was like, no, I'm just like this. And he's like, Oh, okay. Just cause I was like talking heaps, like talking lots of shit. And um, then he was like, oh, he said something about, like, he really wanted to smoke weed or smoke a joint. And I was just like, okay, I don't have any, but we can go over to my friend's house. Like, um, I was like, but before we do that, I was like, let's just fuck first. So we, like, we, like, fucked first. And then, yeah, I was like, let's lock this down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we like, had sex first. And then I was like, okay, cool, let's go over to my friend's house now. And then he was, like, really sweaty from sex. And he was just like, it was a really hot day as well. And he's like, oh, I am... Um, He's like, oh, it's, like, really hot. I of don't want to put much up. And I was like, I think you should just leave it off. Because, like, he has the most, he had the most, like, insane, like, ripped body. And I was like, yeah, I think, I think just leave it off. That's fine.
1: Literally, Literally. And then
3: as I'm walking out the door, my housemate comes through. And she's, like, walking through the gate. And then I'm like, I was like, oh, see, babe, we're just heading out for a sec. And then, like, he walks out the gate and she's standing in the door. And I just, like, turn around from the gate and look at her. And she just, like, mouths to me, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she's like, what the actual fuck? And then I just, like, look to her. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how this I'm has happened. Like, I'm it. not questioning yeah. it. It just is what I it mean, is. More yeah. More. <laughs> And then when I was traveling um, to go to Europe and I got off at um, I'm pretty sure it's Abu Dhabi or Dubai, one of like the Middle Eastern transfers, and I walked out into like the main area and there's this giant welcome poster with like this businessman and this like guy in like I think they're called a buyers, like the white sort of like dress gowns, like you know, shaking his hand, like being like welcome to Abu Dhabi or whatever, and it was the fucking guy that I fucked. And I was like, that's the model. That's the fucking model that I fucked. Is on the welcome poster at Abu Dhabi or Dubai airport. I can't remember which one. Oh, that's good. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, yeah. So airport model. model Yeah. (laughs) Airport model hot. So yeah, that was, that was just really funny just because of all like the little successional funny things that happened. Yeah.
1: Alrighty. That's a wrap. That was so uncharacteristically short for one of my episodes. What a cute little epi. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week's episode, which is the final installment of Lavia Lounge Live at Summer of Love. Uh we're going to be listening to people's answers to the question, what do you think is missing from average sex? And we're going to get some really interesting and insightful answers there that I have no doubt you'll learn from and probably that will result in you being a better lover. See you next week. Hey, me again. If you'd like to support the potty and you've already given it five stars on whatever platform you're listening on, I want to mention that you can buy some really dope merch from the website and get yourself a Labia Lounge tote, tea, togs, yep, you heard that right, I even have Labia Lounge bathers, or a cute fanny pack if that'd blow your hair back. So uh, if fashion isn't your passion though, you can donate to my Buy Me A Coffee donation page, which is actually called Buy Me A Soy Chai Latte, because... I'll be the first to admit, I'm a bit of a Melbourne cafe tosser like that. And yes, that is my coffee order. <laughs> you can do a one off donation or an ongoing membership and sponsor me for as little as three fat ones a month. And I also offer one-on-one coaching and online courses that'll help you level up your sex life and relationship with yourself and others in a really big way. So every bit helps because it ain't cheap to put out a sweet podcast uh, into the world every week out of my own pocket. So I'll be undyingly grateful if you support me and my biz financially in any of these ways. And if you like, I'll even give you a mental BJ with my mind from the lounge itself. Saucy. And um, I'll pop the links in the show notes. Thank you. Later. And that's it, darling hearts. And you'd be supporting my vision to educate, empower, demystify and destigmatize with this here podcast. Also, I'm always open to feedback, topic ideas that you'd love to hear covered or guest suggestions. So feel free to get in touch via my website at freyagraph.com or say hey over on Insta. My handle is freya underscore graph underscore YMT. And I seriously hope you're following me on there because damn we have fun. We have fun. Anyway, later labial legends. I'll see you next time.